0: We are back.
1: Back for part two on our mini-series on intelligence.
0: Yes, and in the last episode, we well, we tried to we started with talking about um what an intelligent act looked like and what intelligence itself might be. Like we're slowly getting there, right? We're kind of working from the concrete to the Abstract, rather than the other way around, because I I know you said you felt that 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 was more useful. And at the end of the episode, we were saying, "Well, what what are some of the continuations of what we're talking about in terms of like measuring intelligence um, or determining who is intelligent, and Mm -hmm. and determining the ethical obligations based on that?" Um, So I guess maybe we could start with. maybe the ethical implications and then kind of work our way down
1: sure Uh, and the first thing that I want to do is actually push back on this idea that uh, uh, you know that if you are more intelligent or if you have intelligence all of a sudden you have uh, more how can we say we have to respect you more right? that ethically you are almost superior right Hmm. You don't uh, think that? I do not think that. Can I ask a question? Sure. What about...
0: Is Because is, I was going to say, what about the move from animals to humans? But I think you would just say animals aren't intelligent?
1: Mm-mm, they're not. Okay. In my, in my mind.
0: So you would say it begins with humans and the bare bones intelligence thing produces like a general set of ethical obligations, but it doesn't go up or down depending on where on the scale you are.
1: Um, Yes. I don't think, I don't think it does. I don't think that, I think that ethics just like politics is a human realm. And I think that, Again, intelligence plays a role in it. if you want. Mm-hmm. We created that because we have intelligence probably we created ethics because of that, but that and we can decide to extend our ethical obligation, and we do uh to non intelligent beings right uh it is not aside from being illegal, it is not right for me to destroy your property right
0: mm-hmm mm-hmm
1: um Obviously, uh, this is not ethical because the thing is yours. The problem is not the thing itself, right? The problem is not the computer that I destroyed, but it's the fact the computer belongs to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is given by the fact that if I destroy my own property,
0: that's whatever. it's mine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that with animals, even though it's a little bit more difficult, uh, the issue is similar meaning that depending the relationship that a specific group of human being has towards a specific animal or group of animal group of animals then we put in place a set of ethical rules that we apply in the in the situations where we interact with those so Kicking your dog, it's bad. I'm just
0: thinking of the, the thing, but keep going.
1: <laughs> uh, kicking, kicking any dog is bad in our society, right? However, kicking away a snake that is trying to mm. bite me, it's okay.
0: So you would say like animals are not directly an object of moral concern. They're only indirectly so because of the relation they have to... A human, correct. Okay, so vegetarians beware. <laughs> vegans be extra. Uh, beware. Uh, uh, and
1: again, I'm not. I'm not saying that you. Can, and again, we can construct, and we have constructed, and vegetarians and vegans do that. They construct. They. And again, I always use this word, and then I have to all the time. That doesn't mean that it's invented that you that uh, no, we can should get rid of, but they have constructed a system of ethics. Where they include those animals, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, th- I think that when the when the move is made, uh, there is the there is the how can we say uh, there's this inherent advice which is we do that, and mo- most of the time it's like oh we shouldn't we shouldn't kill pigs because pigs are intelligent, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not the reason why we should be ethical towards somebody, right? Or something. And even within human beings, right? I think that it's almost self-evident that there are some of us that have more of this thing than others, right? They have more intelligence than others. And and they shouldn't be the, the discriminant to decide, should it be? more ethical towards the genius and less ethical towards the the person who doesn't have that much intelligence, right? That cannot be the discrimination. Hmm. Uh, The system of ethics shouldn't be, and this is what I was saying by pushing back at the beginning, uh, in ethics, the intelligence cannot be and shouldn't be a discrimination when it comes to treating somebody ethically. So I think...
0: I don't think I agree with that completely. So mm. here's what I'm thinking. Um, okay, so if if, you, if we say that animals have like 0% uh, direct moral status, mm-hmm. that has some, let's call it scary ethical implications to me. And I'm not okay. even someone who's like, oh, I'm an animal lover. But like, I'm, I like animals, but I'm not one of those yeah. people. Um, and I don't mean to say that bad like one of those people. But <laughs> like, if we say there's no direct moral status whatsoever, then that means there's no distinction between killing a dog for food, killing a dog for fun, torturing a dog for fun, and like a wild dog, right? Mm-hmm. So if I go out, In the wild, and I see a dog, and I know it's a wild dog. Like I just, I just know, right? Like I asked everyone, "Is this your dog?" They all said, "No." We know it's a wild dog, Mm -hmm. and I just torture the dog. Mm -hmm. Then, under that framework, it seems like to be consistent, you would have to say, "Um, that's not unethical." And do you not think that that's?
1: I, I'll go with Kant with this, right? Okay. I think that that tells us something about your character, but not because the dog has inherent value, but because he's expressing your willingness to torture somebody.
0: So it's OK. If someone tortured a dog, it's wrong because the person is expressing a willingness to torture and not because the dog is actually being tortured.
1: Uh, yes. OK. <laughs> I think I think that he gets let me rephrase it. I think that the ethical value, or in this case, the negative ethical value, is given by the fact that you are doing the action, not...
0: That there's an object of the action.
1: Yes. Hmm. Because, again, otherwise we're in trouble, right? Otherwise we are in trouble, because then everything that, you know... Then the problem is not torture, by the fact that I'm torturing the dog. Yes. Well, the problem has to be torture. And in that case, it doesn't matter. The problem is not the dog, but it's the act.
0: Because you would say torturing an insect would be also bad?
1: I would assume so, right, yeah. Because
0: I'm in trouble. Because I did some bad things to centipedes when I lived out in <laughs> Pittsburgh with that slumlord to centipedes. I went, I went AWOL. Um, okay, I, I get that's, what you're saying. That you, makes sense.
1: You didn't do, you didn't do good things. Uh, let's say on the <laughs> scale, on the scale of bad things, you you're still okay. But they were my mortal enemy. But um, <laughs> I'm wondering. Okay, so that's I don't
0: like him either. So that's one, I guess, concern I saw. And then so this next thing I'm thinking isn't isn't so much a concern as much as it is like expressing something that I felt, and I'm curious how you mm-hmm. would interpret this. So. I am not a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. Um, Claire, for many years, was a vegetarian. uh, (laughs) Or at least like a pescatarian. She she kind of went Mm -hmm. up and down on the scale. Um, But she's slowly thinking about reintegrating meat. And Mm -hmm. not like, oh, we're going to buy meat in our... Because we don't even buy meat when we go grocery shopping. It's just if it's there, like, why not, Mm -hmm. right? But I started this is gonna sound funny we started watching this stuff on youtube that was these videos of octopi like octopuses right doing like performing different tasks or squ- i don't know which one it was and i was watching this and i was like amazed because they would like yep. have the squid go through this small hole to do this thing or have it open something or see how it reacts in front of a mirror um and I was like enamored by these videos because the, the squid would think that it was a predator mm-hmm. when it saw itself in the mirror. But I just kept watching because I was like, no, but it's going to know. And Claire's mm-hmm. making for sure, like Anthony, you're not about to watch the octopus become <laughs> conscious in front of a mirror. But anyway, <laughs> the point of all this is that I started having these feelings like, huh, well, well if I did learn that octopi were conscious then I would feel bad eating them. And this was like an instinctual thing. Uh, It it was very intuitive. It wasn't a a rationally derived thing. And I'm wondering if you think there's there's any value to that kind of intuitive feeling I had or if you think that was just like, I don't know, something I've been conditioned to feel by this incorrect uh, ideology or something like that.
1: I think that we all, and again, I think that's fairly uh, common and, and, you know, and human to feel this way, right? To feel the way you felt uh, for the simple reason that we have this this ability, this capacity that we call empathy, right? And the more similar things are to us, the more empathy we feel for them, right? Uh, if things look a lot like us, chances are we we feel... Uh, in a specific way, if things look completely different from us, uh, we just don't care much about them, right? And I think that that is not different when it comes to these things. I think that before that, you you never saw probably an, an octopus as something similar to you. Then you watched it I was like, whoa, this, reason, this has some characteristics mm-hmm. that I have. Therefore, you start projecting into, you start anthropomorphizing it, right? You start projecting into it all sorts of other things that you have and that you possess. And then all of a sudden, of course, you don't want to be a cannibal and you don't do that. But the-
0: True. But I think, to be fair, I think I, I I was not anthropomorphizing or I was not trying to. I think it was more like, oh, and to go back to a term we've used in the past, it was like, oh, does the octopus have qualia? Yeah. Like, is there something, it's like a very bare bones, is there something it is like to be an octopus? Um, and, and that, I think, got to me.
1: And what, I mean, and if there was, right, what would be the reason that you say, well, that will prevent me from eating it? I don't know
0: if if it would prevent me from eating it, but it at least gives me cause for concern, I think. Mm.
1: And this is because... Uh, something that again let's use intelligence since we let's say you realize that the, the octopus was intelligent you wouldn't do that you you will be you'll be concerned because at that point he would share some characteristics with us because he would what is and i guess this is consistent with this episode what kind of you gives to a being this thing that we call intelligence that makes it that makes you squirmish from eating it and I'm assuming killing it as well, right?
0: It it might be the empathy thing. Uh, you might you probably are onto something, but I'm wondering also, and not to sound cheesy, if it's some like really deep thing I feel in my bones about like the universe has produced something. That's, like, basically the closest thing we have to magic. And I think when I think about the idea of squelching that, it, it something about that rubs me the wrong way. And again, mm-hmm. it, like, I, I'm not a vegetarian. Burgers are one of the greatest foods ever. But when I think of these things, I, I, I wonder.
1: No, I understand it. And um, so... I, and this is what I was trying to say even before. It's strange because while I, have a, I am appreciative of the same things as you do, right? When I see those things, I'm also like, wow, this is, this is mesmerizing. This is, uh, as you say, almost magic, right? We we, You're assisting to, to something that. Um, I have the tendency of going the opposite direction. Um, I, for the reasons that I said before, have a hard time saying well you know what i didn't care until the octopus was completely uh devoid of this thing that i call intelligence and now just because we call it intelligent now something is going to change when it comes to my behavior towards that Mm -hmm. uh I don't know if I can be accused of speechism or something like that. Um, But I think that... I think we all are. I I think that if you... Your decision when it comes to killing and eating anything shouldn't be based on the level of intelligence that that something has. Right, right. I think that the decision should come in a different form, right? Because for you 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 it's about
0: judging the will, not the object of the
1: will. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. And I also think, uh, from a pr- practical perspective, I always say, I mean, veganism to me, um, as a uh, a reason to exist, which is to again, uh, let's let's make it like the the easiest way possible uh, to just fight the the uh, the factory farming, mm-hmm. which produces uh, all sorts of issues, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I understand that. I also understand somebody that says, I only eat the things that I know I will be able to kill myself. I understand that too. The part that I get lost when people tell me, well, I don't eat that because that something has feelings or feels pain Mm -hmm. or it is intelligent. Because these three things, and we probably... You know, can bridge to something else. These three things that I mentioned pain, um, you know, feelings, and intelligence are so hard to measure. True. And so difficult to measure that, you know, if you really think that out of cautiousness, you shouldn't eat anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. You start feeling bad about eating plants because they have a reaction to, like, they give off certain chemicals when you're eating it or cutting mm-hmm. it or whatever, right?
1: right. And I'm not, I'm not trying to make you know to, to make a strawman out this argument. I'm just I'm just uh, seriously concerned about the fact that if we start again making these decisions, this judgment based on the level of intelligence or the the fact that somebody has announced that or not, we're in trouble because again measuring this thing is not easy.
0: That that's that's a good point, and I wanna. So I feel like out of what you said, the measurement aspect is probably what's most interesting to me. But before we get into that, I wanted to kind of flip the conversation on its head because this was about um, giving things more quote-unquote rights based on the presence or lack thereof of intelligence. And I'm wondering about the inverse and what our thoughts on that are. Um, Because I know you had mentioned that We don't like the scale of ethical obligations does not increase with a one to one in a one to one ratio to the scale of uh intelligence and right. I don't know Mm -hmm. what I said, you know what I'm saying. But um, do you think that that means rights aren't something that's dependent on the level of intelligence? Uh,
1: no. I don't think they are.
0: Cause I knew I, okay. So I thought you were saying no based on the conversation we had in the democracy episode, right. Where okay. uh, we were talking about the idea of epistocracy and you were like against yes. that. And I, I suspected that it was because of something like this, but one, here's like a practical thing that I'm thinking. Um, and I'm, and I'm curious if you see it in the same way that I do. Don't, don't we take certain rights away from people based on mental capacity? For example, like driving a car or not being able to like, be a doctor or not being able to... And I'm not talking about it in the same way we were talking about it last time. I'm saying literally, like, if someone is unable to m- control their body in a certain way or to think mm-hmm. in certain ways, it's like, well, I'm not going to let that person... Drive a bus, mm-hmm. so and I'm wonder and that seems like you're taking away rights based on intelligence. And I would say that there doesn't seem to be anything wrong with that because you're protecting people, including that mm-hmm. person, right? I'm mm-hmm. just wondering if you, if you don't see that as an issue of a like intelligence to rights correlation. Uh,
1: I don't. I don't. I'm not sure that when we are, uh, when we are taking away the right, uh, so let's say, let's make it simple. Sometimes we take away the right for somebody to drive Mm -hmm. when they get a certain number of DUIs, right? Yes. Let's say after, I don't know, after three or four. I
0: think it's like three, yeah. uh,
1: You're not going to be able to drive again. Now, one can say, well, we're taking that away from you because you're not intelligent enough to understand that you're not supposed to drink and drive.
0: Mm, Okay.
1: You've done it multiple times, right? And in that case, if if we look at it from this perspective, then definitely we're using, we are taking away the right from someone because of their lack of intelligence. Right? I suspect, however, that we're not doing that because of that, but we're doing it just because of what you said, right? Because you don't seem to care about the fact that you can hurt somebody else
0: so it's about the consequences Again, of the degree of intelligence not about the degree of intelligence itself
1: it's the unwillingness of the, is the unwillingness to care that leads us to that rather than the, we're not saying you're too dumb you cannot drive we're saying you can hurt people, you cannot drive. Okay. I don't, I don't know if it makes any sense.
0: No, that does make sense. I think, I think you're saying the motivation behind the removal of rights is not about the intelligence, but about Correct. like actions that might occur as a result of it. Correct. However, I'm going to be annoying and say, but wait a second, <laughs> how can we make the distinction between actions and intelligence. If we erased that earlier,
1: but we said that they're not together, right? Well, what we said is there are intelligent acts, are not intelligent acts, but that doesn't mean that this is nothing to do with being intelligent necessarily, right? We separated those things. Well, I guess I, Didn't I meant we?
0: yeah. In that sense, I, that's true. But I guess I was wondering, like, if is if you say. You can't drive, I think that's a good example, um, because we're concerned that your mental state, uh, your inability to navigate the system effectively will result Mm -hmm. in harm for people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Isn't that the same thing as being concerned with the capacity itself if, as we said earlier, the capacity is nothing without its connection to action?
1: Yes you're correct and I would say that when we do that we're not doing the right thing. Mm. Uh we're doing what's supposed to be done okay for the wrong reasons. That's what I would say. Okay. Because because again and we were talking about this before the episode right uh if we reason that way I think bad things can happen right because then I can start taking away rights depending on the level of intelligence or the intelligence that you display. And we are... uh, We all of a sudden are in a caste system where the only one that... The only people that have fully all the rights are the super smart people. Right, right. right. Uh, And that it's dangerous. Um, So even though it is um, undeniable that in our society we do that, uh, I think that that is... uh, that is a problem. So Okay.
0: Problem. I think that's interesting. So there's a distinction between the right thing and what we have to do. And I think you're saying exactly. this isn't the right thing, but it's just something we have to do.
1: Yeah, this is something that we do. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, but this is not the right thing. Uh, again, unless you, you spin it and you say, wait a minute, I am not doing this because... Uh, I mean, you need to do a little bit of mental contortions there and saying that the real problem is not your lack of mental abilities or capacities or intelligence but rather something else
0: that makes sense I I think that distinction doesn't get made off enough because I remember I was talking to someone at a a convention and there was the moral dilemma of like you know do you take the keys away from your drunk friend and the conversation Mm -hmm. was very much like you could only say yes if you think it's not a rights violation and then if you do think it's a rights violation then you say no and I was like but what about? Can't you say it is a rights violation, but it's okay? Like it's a thing you have to do to not mm-hmm. make your friend hurt uh, herself or other people. And I think this is something similar.
1: Yeah, it's it's like you know freedom of speech. is okay, but you shouldn't shout fire in a movie theater. Or got it, got it. Or this, this kind of stuff. At least that's that. It seems to be the direction where we're that we're heading with this, this with this discussion. Because again. Yes. Uh, and on top of it, aside from the dangers, there still is the problem of measurement. There, right? And and what? Uh, and is, is, let's
0: let's talk about that. Like, so, what do you think? First of all, there are these are things d- called IQ tests. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, what is that? Uh,
1: so this is like the way in which apparently we're able to measure how smart somebody is, how intelligent, uh, the abstract intelligence. And then there there are different ones. So some. Uh, some are the, 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 the practical ones. Some are just the visual. Some is this abstract intelligence that's there. But it's, it's the formal way in which we put people on a scale, uh, aside from being wildly inaccurate, uh, and, to, again, I'm going to say something. We're going to get some slack for, for this. Uh, absolutely not scientific. Mm. Uh, I, I, well... No, I shouldn't say not scientific. Absolutely irrelevant when it comes to really understanding uh, what this thing that we call intelligence is. Aside from that, uh, I would say that. So, in a word, they're useless, in my opinion. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but the truth is, I don't think that we have devised a way. In which we can codify some sort of test that we can give people to establish what level of intelligence you are in, and that comes uh, i think that has to do with the fact that for the fact that we're with the with the with the problem that we were discussing at the beginning, and it is the fact that intelligence is deployed within a system which makes it uh, we can call it a local happening or event mm. rather than a universal. And in that case, uh, you should make the distinction that can be made, and the, the the intelligence that can be shown can be shown in so many different ways that I find it hard to quantify. So the the more uh, how can we call it the more basic and well known of uh, this distinction is the one that you made at the beginning: book smart, street smart, mm-hmm. right? But there is you can make a million of those. You know, somebody can be book smart, but uh, physics book smart and not philosophy book smart. Mm. Uh, one can be street smart, uh, uh, street of, uh, I don't know, Cincinnati smart, but not, uh, uh, you know, Mexico City right. street smart.
0: I was going to ask you that. Uh, I was going to ask if you you believed in the idea of like, quote unquote, multiple intelligences.
1: I I think it's... I mean, considering what we're saying, I don't think there is a... Uh, there's another possibility, right? Again, this is... Intelligence seems to be a... Lo- again, I'll use this word, a local, uh, a local phenomenon, right? That cannot be abstract from the s- system, I call it, circumstances, if you want. Mm-hmm. But it is deployed, and therefore, it is always different. Similar systems call for similar deployments of intelligence but different system call for different deployment of intelligence that makes sense and I don't I don't think and it's I don't think that if you have let's say five different if you can deploy your intelligence in five different ways makes you automatically more intelligence of somebody that can deploy them four different situations how do you quantify that mm. how, And even saying four top four or five, this is arbitrary as well. I don't know how would you do that.
0: Yeah, that's definitely an issue. And I guess I was trying to think of a way to, uh, quote unquote, formalize some of the things we're saying. And it seems like the reason that there are multiple types of intelligences is because there are multiple subsystems within the capital S system. And since there are multiple types of subsystems, there are different types of ways of navigating each of them effectively. And like, if you want to call each mode of effective navigation and intelligence, Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. yeah, that, that, that that works.
1: And, uh, you know, and just to, just to clarify, because somebody at this point could say, "Well, but then the octopus is intelligent in his own system, right?" Oh yeah. Uh, let's not forget that we need that intentional aspect there, mm-hmm. right? We need that aspect there, and that is very difficult to gauge as well. We don't know if the oct- if octopi actually have that intentionality there. We. I mean, odds are they don't, I guess. Um, Again, because... But again, this implies a completely different discussion. Uh, But again, you need self-consciousness to have this intentionality. And I don't think they do have it based on the fact that they don't recognize themselves in the mirror also, right?
0: Mm, Right. And to my disappointment.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so that is the... That would be the the thing there, right? Um, They are... They function within a system, but as I always say when we talk about animals, they're just plugged in. Yeah. They are part of the system. They're not working within the system. Yeah, they don't function in the way that one would yes. need to function. Um, exactly. Okay,
0: so there are these subsystems that limit it to, to human subjects, right? So you can have, like, being a, a parent, and there are ways of mm-hmm. doing that, or, like, being a good basketball player being intelligent in that respect, being an intelligent musician that could improvise and things like that, being a good businessman, um, being a good logician, being a good physicist. So all those Mm -hmm. seem to require having a good personality and popularity, right? All these are different Mm -hmm. subsystems. One thing I'm wondering, um, do you think that there is some kind of base level commonality between the different subsystems like a kind of essence of intelligence so to speak and if you think that there is do you think there's some kind of at least rudimentary type of way of measuring that or or no
1: um the measuring fact i don't think so um I think that a word that you use while well, you were mentioning all those things uh, can be considered the kind of the essence. I mean, according to what we've been saying, uh, if there is the, not the essence, I would say something that's common. And this thing is the ability to improvise. Improvisation must be the thing that's common to all forms because that's, that's what it is, right? Mm. An intelligent act displays intelligence when it's not repetitive, right there's nothing intelligence about copying something, so it needs to be something original right something that i it it needs to have something to do with my ability or the ability to as I said solve a problem if you want to put it to put it bluntly. Uh, in a situation that has never happened to me, right? Hmm. An intelligible, an intelligent basketball player is that basketball player that surprises you, right? That is doing something on the spot that you didn't think of doing. I'm thinking the musician is the same thing,
0: right? So I'm thinking of like when the, when Google has that thing where it it can paint something and they're like oh the computer's such a good painter it's like that's very obviously different from when yeah. when a human does it right or to go yeah. back to your tool user distinction it's like when you take a good photograph it's not like the camera is the good photographer exactly. right it's, it's the person manipulating it exactly and i feel like the thing you just said though makes me think of something weird because when you talk about improvisation Um, and I guess this depends on how we think of that concept, but in music or basketball or something, usually that's associated with kind of not thinking, right? Like it's almost natural. Yeah, it's instinctual stuff. So it's like, isn't that weird that on the one hand we're saying intelligence is something extra from instinct, but improvisation, which is something that's so seemingly instinctual, something about that really displays intelligence right
1: the, i think that the issue is well not the issue. i think that the difference there is the fact that improvisation is not instinct these are two different things it just
0: seems like it
1: it seems like it because improvisation is quick thinking mm. it is the ability to synthesize if you want the information that you have in such a fast and effective way that makes it look like it was instinctual but it's not that makes sense at least that's that's my uh, that's my idea hmm. but
0: now that makes sense i'm wondering like what are some other th- thoughts you like that we didn't explore yet that that maybe you're having on intelligence
1: well um we we talked about the the so i think that on the ethical aspect of things right we explored the uh, uh, the opportunity, to, or or not, to to divide, sort of, uh, you know, the 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 level of uh, the rights that you might have or not, the things that you that you can do or not. But we didn't do the opposite, right? I'm wondering if you think, for example, that a person that has, if there is such a thing, a higher degree of intelligence, has more ethical duties than somebody oh. that doesn't.
0: Okay. Interesting. So, so, not, so let's not consider the obligation towards the person with regard mm-hmm. to their intelligence, but let's consider the ethical obligation from the person with regard to their intelligence. Correct. So my initial thought is yes. If intelligence involves some, at some base level— information because clearly it's not reduced to information we both agree on that however if it if it includes some degree of information then it seems like we'd both be willing to say with more information comes more obligation right because like if you don't know yeah. something bad is happening you don't have an obligation to stop it but if you do maybe you do so yes. I'm, I'm thinking maybe yes what are you thinking
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you. And this is why, again, animals do not have, do not play any part Mm. uh, when it comes to ethics, right? They lack this thing that we call intelligence. Therefore, they have no ethical duties of any sorts. Even though they might, a computer, again, might be storing information, but he has no ethical duties because it's not expected to deploy that in an intelligent way.
0: Mm. So, neither of us expected this to be, I feel like, a lot about animals, but there's so many interesting adjacent <laughs> issues. There is. And I'm wondering so, when, when people say, um, like some kind of evolutionary biologist or something, when they say that animals have some kind of uh, proto morality, I'm guessing yeah. what you would say is. Either a, it's not morality because there's no, no there's no semantic aspect. It's like the computer, or b proto morality is not morality.
1: Yeah, either okay. way. Okay, doesn't bother me either way. Okay, got it. <laughs> uh, I think so. For example, I don't remember if you if you remember this, uh, there was um, last year, a couple of years ago, uh, there was this child that fell into the gorilla cage at a zoo yes and the gorilla killed the child or the face, the child I don't remember something bad happened wait was this was harambe right yeah i think so oh, I... The, they killed the gorilla at the end
0: yes i i think this is that if my meme history serves me because this was like a big deal on the <laughs> internet
1: yes yes he was um uh, but again, so uh, and while you while you uh, you'll try to figure out if that was the case, mm-hmm. so at the end, they decided to kill the gorilla,, mm-hmm. and I never understood why, because he sounded like retribution, right? He sounded like, "Oh, now you have violated the code." we were feeding you we were doing we were treating you nice and now you kill somebody now you weren't supposed to do that that's immoral that's wrong so we kill you Mm. and that is absolutely absurd
0: like you would say it's an uh, anthropomorphizing the gorilla correct
1: correct it's just like people that say oh the poor gazelle the lion why is the lion killing the gazelle this this doesn't It just it just doesn't work that way.
0: Yeah, it's like improperly importing the human framework into a non human framework. So like when when you see a lion killing a gazelle, you think that's the same thing happening as when you see a human senselessly killing a human. But it's not at all the same
1: thing. Absolutely absolutely not. And then you know, and we find a lot of justifications for this. We start saying, Oh, uh, but you see they don 't kill each other they only mm. uh, kill the other thing, and they live in groups so they or they look just like us when they do this, therefore they also are uh responsible for their actions they We discover and find some ethical behaviors and therefore we attribute them some ethical responsibilities when when in reality again it 's not there. it just doesn 't doesn't work that way.
0: It's like you don't don't think your computer is wronging you when the hard drive fails.
1: Yes, even though if you would do it now, I would probably (laughs) lose it. That's good.
0: I'm wondering, at the end of the day, do you think there is a parallel? I suppose we both agree there's a parallel. But what do you think the relationship is between intelligence, which now we've covered to some degree... And consciousness. Like are these two things the same?
1: Are they just similar? Are they completely different? I think the one implies the other. Uh, but I don't think they are one and the same necessarily. Okay. I, I think the consciousness implies intelligence. Mm. Um in other words, you can only be intelligent if you are conscious. Okay. Uh, but they're not necessarily the same thing. I I feel that consciousness is the larger uh, container the larger set
0: so you think it's possible to be conscious but not be intelligent and so we shouldn't use the two as interchangeable
1: for that reason I yes I think that um, again not exactly but let's pretend that that's the case a baby might be conscious but not intelligent yet Well, actually, this goes in the direction – uh, if we want to think of a potentiality mm-hmm. behind intelligence, that's, that might be consciousness. That's true. And
0: that actually reminds me, you brought – like in one of the early episodes, something in consciousness came up about uh, like, oh, is, is the potential for consciousness the same thing as consciousness? And then you were like, mm-hmm. oh, there's all these implications when it comes to like abortion or, I don't know, birth control or anything like that. Interesting.
1: Exactly, exactly. So I think that there is um again, the two things are related but not necessarily the same. I don't see them as as one at the same. Uh but there there is a relationship and I think again, going back to animals and machines, that's also why they do not have that. No, I think I'm with you.
0: Yeah, I, de- I definitely think I'm with you on that point that they're not synonyms. There's just like some overlap when you when you talk about them because the one implies the other. At least To some extent, so that was fun, and
1: and it's 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 interesting because I think this is the episode where we have agreed the most out of all the the one that we have done up to now. Yes,
0: I agree. (laughs) I agree. The animal stuff was interesting, and I feel like I don't know that may or may not be something we could talk about in the future,
1: like animal rights or something like that. I don't know. It just it or just animals triggered more than I thought it would. You know yeah yeah absolutely and there's there's a bunch of things that we can talk i mean even the relationship that we have with them or the way they function but that yeah maybe down the line
0: but yeah i think we scratched a lot but we didn't scratch the whole surface as
1: always i i agree with you there is plenty of things to be said and uh with intelligence itself and again the the even even just exploring those different kinds that we mentioned the fact that we have different different ways and what does that mean because again we have said what it is in general but we never went to the practical hey this is exactly mm. what it means to be intelligent in this situation we were very vague which is okay that's fine mm.
0: <laughs> that's the, that's the philosopher's but job right
1: exactly just the, you know starting the conversation then and somebody else will pick it up okay <laughs> that sounds good so thanks for sticking
0: around guys thank you and I'll see you soon see you soon